So anyways, welcome to episode 17 of Jedi Fun Time. Oh, we're already starting. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, fin- let me finish selling my Black Series stuff here. Oh, all right. No, go ahead. Okay. Anyway, so episode welcome to episode 17. 17. Right? Uh, we are going to, in this episode, we'll probably just go over some quick Star Wars news, if we see whatever we saw over the last week or two. Not, not a whole lot, really. Okay. And um, we'll talk about uh, Rebels, series finale. Season finale. Season finale. Season finale, yes. Right? The two-parter? Why don't we uh, introduce our uh, third person that's here tonight that, uh, in place of Brian, who yeah. is absent today. Yeah, Brian has uh, some good things happening in his life right now, but yes, he's going to be very busy for a while. Right. Um, so we have who, uh, Samantha, Sam, who's Hi. been with us before. Yes. And yeah. uh, oh. subbing for now. Yeah, so she's uh, stepping in. And, Last time uh, I was here, I think we were talking about Celebration. Yeah. Yeah, that was with uh, our friends in Wisconsin. Um we were with Josh, uh, Josh, and, and Rebecca. Rebecca. Yes, yep. yes, very cool people. They yeah. do some amazingly good work still. Like I follow them on Facebook and I see their stuff. I'm like, wow, they they really they're good. It's like, where do you find the time, right? <laughs> wish, yeah. I wish I had that time. I think they they well they all troop together and yeah, they all they they're all together, into the same they thing. Help each other yeah. together. They all live yeah. in fairly close area, close ish. Yeah. Or yeah. and then we also. She was, I believe, Sam was on the episode with our good friend from the uh, that does the cardbacks from Texas. Uh, oh, that was, uh, yeah, that was David. David. David Smith. Yeah. David Smith, yeah, who, who always now. takes the most hilarious pictures of himself for his Facebook stuff. <laughs> yeah, he always has the funniest selfies. He, he, but his cardbacks are amazing. He recently stalked uh, JJ. Yes, he did. Abrams at the airport. I got to find out uh, how he managed to do that because. I need to do that with the emperor because he's coming into town. I, I uh, believe he got April. his autograph too, right? He sure did. He did. So I need to, I need to find out his uh, tips and tricks on how to uh, how does he know these people's flight schedules and how he can get to the airport unless he waited there unless he camped there all day and night. I don't I don't know. But yeah, because our well, last you, stalking attempt didn't go. But so you can't well. get you can't get by the gates <laughs> at, like most air, you can't get by the gates at most airports anymore because you need a ticket to go through security. So he had to wait like in the baggage area or something. Yeah, unless he knew he was in town well, and he knew when he was flying yes, out. He and did just know he was in town. I believe JJ was. In town for some kind of, uh, unless I call it stalking, I believe it's it, like it, it has such a bad connotation. It's stalking. I mean, <laughs> it was a film. Fest. When we were in New York, we literally, you know, stalked to the theater back door, camped out there, and then hauled ass across town to stalk the next door. To get, so it's to get stalking. To James Earl Jones, but before that, we were stalking Kira Knightley. It's and, stalking. Uh, I would so stalk. So we waited Knightley. about a good hour, hour and a half, and then she just walked right by. So. Yeah. Was it everything you'd hoped for? No. <laughs> no, she kind of had the RBF down pat, that yeah, the resting RBF. bitch face. Yeah. I suspect that yeah, she was running something. late yeah, because everybody else was the... gone. And the guy who, who who opened the car door and came around where he came around first and then was opening her door, he said, "Sorry, man, she's not going to do anything." And she, I mean, head down, didn't even look up at us because right. she was hauling hauling no, tail she, to get yeah, inside. Maybe she was late going. And yeah. just just going by the vibes. Why just, were you guys in New York? Like... Let's start there. Because everyone's probably going, what the hell are they doing in New York stalking people? Are you like outside their apartment buildings? <laughs> we officially, just by the vibes, I just think that she just she's not a signer at all. So We were in New York because we were going to Rhode Long- Island. Right. There was okay. Comic-Con. Rhode, Rhode Island. Island Rhode Island. Right. So we were um, in town there, so we decided to do New York because uh, friends were in town there. Mm-hmm. So we decided to make it uh, a, basically a good weekend um, visit. So Since we were there, we found out that they were doing shows down on Broadway, and oh, I know that my way was, around Broadway. I, th- I thought it was a. Uh, I thought there was like an award show or something. No, they were play. They, they were, were both in, in plays. plays. Oh, okay, so very that's, cool. So. That's why we obviously knew the whereabouts of where they were going to be at that certain time, mm-hmm. that certain place. 
So, but the, we didn't know that the theater was basically a good good twelve blocks between the two. We would say, we say about twelve blocks, twelve city blocks. That is. I, the, you know the I, audience I thrive, can't see the face you're making. I just thrive FYI. in that in that so, environment, so it didn't feel like twelve blocks hauling across. I was, was dragging a, Jimmy by yeah. by his hand to get to the other side. So, how did Jimmy get to the other people. side? Sam dragged him. Yeah. <laughs> so while we were waiting for Kira, we actually ran to Whoopi Goldberg by accident. I she, saw the picture. She was did she the, say the anything? Next door. She did. She, she was. Talking. She yeah. was I, I could see her being a very nice person. Actually, I thought she. It, it actually, I'm surprised she actually stopped and took pictures for the fans and stuff. I figured yeah. she'd just be the one, like, you know, she's been around, she's been popular since the 80s. It figured, she, I, would, I know, think she gets a bad rap. I think her, for some people, for some reason, I think people just give her a bad rap, and I don't know why. Maybe because I think she had some bad stuff on the view. Like, well, I know a lot of people like even before the well, recent and stuff. Let's that be, let's going be fair, on. a lot of people don't like when somebody has politics other than theirs, but yeah, yes. she seems like she'd be a nice person to talk to her, like, you know, she, like she wouldn't shun pleasant. people. Yeah. I, yeah. She was talking to a man who was talking on a banana phone <laughs> before she took a photo with me. So I would I would say she's fairly personable if you've got the guts to talk to a man who talks on a banana phone. We don't know his whole story, but he pulled her aside, and she was talking to him with no security. I mean, she had two guys with her, and then she, she stopped for a picture, and those gentlemen even stepped out of the... She, she put her hand back for them to step back out of my photo, See, cool. which was we nice. Thought, we thought he was like a homeless bum, really. We did. He might have been. <laughs> he he, really knew, he knew her. He so. knew her though. She she but, stopped. But if one she's in the same if she him. if she's in that same area, she might see the same guy all the time. Yeah, I, I which makes maybe. her even which makes her really kind of a nicer person that she exactly you know does that. I mean that's right. that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, she always seemed like she'd be really cool. I never had a I never had a problem with her. Yeah, so that's cool. It was unexpected that yeah. she was just basically it's, just. It's funny how that's like the, the pleasant surprise the as you ran into Whoopi Goldberg. It was you know. We were waiting for someone, but while we were waiting, this happened. So. Was she in something, or was she just, like, walking? She's in a play also. Wait, she, okay. That's why she was there. So. There's There were two theaters just literally two doors, two back doors down apart that we were, we were waiting at the one, and she happened to come out of the other. It's always cool when you meet the people that are celebrities, whether they're A-list or B-list or C-list that are like that. Like, when we ran into um, uh, Marilyn and, um, what's his, um, shit, from Clerks. Brian. Brian O'Halloran. Yeah. You know, we That's ran into them at the con, day, isn't it? Like you're going to remember that for the rest yeah. of your life. It is because they're first off, I still see them on TV, like in Comic Book Man. Yeah, He's yeah. on there at times, and you know, Johnny was starstruck when he saw them because, just sitting, just hanging out. Yeah, because he was just they were just hanging out, and you, you know, you're still used to like bigger cons where people don't do that really. Right. I mean, like at Chicago Tardis, a Doctor Who one, they have like it's at a hotel, so. After the con, everyone hangs out in the lobby, and the celebrities will hang out with the people in the lobby. Yeah. So you see, like, there, but they were just running out, and we're like, hey, can we get a photo? And they're like, yeah, sure. That's the part, too, where I'm like, really? Oh, wow, thanks, cool. It was cool, because they, they were in a hurry. They, and were, she they even, needed to make a flight. And so she, talked, they were, she talked to us quite a bit yeah, on the she, way out, too. She did. Yeah. She walked with us. I mean, so it was really cool that they were, you know, and everybody at the con that we talked to was really cool. I mean, all the Star Wars, you know, guys and everybody yeah. well, was Well, John really Morton. Cool. John so, Morton was, To this day, when we saw him in, in California, he, he had you. me tell his wife <laughs> the story of how I taught him what a selfie is. Yeah, that's right. Still, to this He day. photobombed your selfie, He photobombed my selfie, and he had me tell his wife the story, and then... When we went, when we saw him in in Rhode yeah. Island, I took a a collage of several of the photos that I have then taken with him, the selfie photo, and then this one, is going to become like a regular thing that you could do a book of and sell. It, it could be. It's going to be like me and John Morton mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> by the but, booze babe. But he looked at the, he looked at the photo and it's like, oh yes, it's you guys. How are you yeah. doing? And yeah. and he remembered Indianapolis and, and he got he does a lot of cons. So you know that from that time back in was that July. That we went to, uh, I'm sorry, it was April. April. We went to Celebration till 
till November. That's a long and time. And before so. April, when would, had we seen him? When we went to Indianapolis, when was that? It was February? Yeah, February. So there was time that right. passed and cl- events that passed that he right. could have yeah. very well forgotten. Well, that's, we, we were going through Artist Alley and, um, at C2E2, and there's an artist, him and his wife, did the pictures hanging up in Isabella's room where it's all the women superheroes. Mm-hmm. And they made some interesting choices, and they did a great job, and every time I see it, I notice something different. Like, I'm like, why is the Invisible Woman's leg green? Then I'm like, oh my god, I never realized that she was fading away becoming invisible and She-Hulk was behind her that's She-Hulk's leg and when they chose which Miss Marvel to use they chose the newer one the like nerdier girl with the glasses and yeah. you know but then Captain Marvel's in there too which is who used to be Miss Marvel and it's just, they made all these nice little neat choices and like you look at it and you see something new every time and I'm like oh how'd I miss the wasp she's right there you know but we stopped and we're looking at something and they're like oh we remember you guys from the last time and it was like a year prior yeah so even though we don't, I don't go to as many as you guys do. I mean, a lot of the artists and stuff, and the people—if you go keep seeing them, they remember you, and it's kind of neat. As, as as pathetic as my life is, sometimes that's like the <laughs> the one thing I get to go along with and be like, "Yay!" So I guess my next hope is that Joe Gatto remembers the Ewok that he saw mm. at C two E two because he be said, "Nice out." We ran into him last year. At C2E2. That's right. I, you know, I I remember the picture now. Now I remember who you're talking about. Too. And and as we were parting. In, instead of telling our, our other friend that he had a nice face, he said, I had a nice outfit, so I won. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. And I said, where's Larry, which is a skit that he does on the show. That he... But um, right, well, let's get back to some Star Wars, huh? Well, yeah. we, we, there were some in there. So, um, <laughs> there was Ewok. As far as I know, comic-wise, the big news is that I believe this month, I believe it's out now, the Poe Dameron, Dameron? Is that how you say his name? Poe Dameron. 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 The Poe Dameron comic started. I don't know if it's a miniseries or if it's ongoing, but that started up this uh, this month. Okay. So I think if it's out now, I should be getting it tomorrow when I get my stuff, oh. and I can read it and see how it is. That's going to be an interesting one because there's so much speculation about who he likes to date. A lot ah. of people are like, oh, is he the first gay Star Wars character? I guess it's a big achievement would, because there hasn't been one. That would be interesting. So it would be interesting to see. But you know that's so, if so I'm, I'm, they, I'm wondering they downplayed if, if they, that stereotype a lot, which people like to they which like would to be, do in the movies. They yeah. like to stereotype. Yeah, but to, to have him not be like the stereotype would be a good way to go with it. You yeah. Know? So if that's the case, I wonder if that would be in the comics at all. You know, if that would be explored at all, because now remember all the comics and stuff are canon to the movies, and yeah. in fact, Rebels is canon even. It is. As much as it's kind of hard to believe it can be, but yeah. Well, why not? I mean, Luke Luke is pretty much after the first three years of trying to dictate what was canon and what wasn't when he had control of the EU and had certain writers and stuff. After about four or five years, he just let everybody go apeshit and do whatever the hell he wanted anyway. Characters were dead in one book, alive in one in the future. I mean, it, was, was, it became a mess. He was reaping from the credits. Yeah. So that's all. He just, yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> but, um, but Disney, you know, they, they got that straightened out and it all counts. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, where they take his character. Is it a pre-story? I don't know. I'm not really sure. I haven't really looked into it much. So that'd be interesting. I'm sure I would like it to be. I would yeah. like to see I would see like to see where, where he came from. I would like to see that last issue of that comic, him landing on the planet in, in, on Jakku in the beginning of Force Awakens. That's that, where I'd like yeah. to see it end. If that if it is like the pre story of him, that's what I'd like to see. How he emerged as as the best, right? The best pilot, and is he force sensitive? Because generally, all the best pilots, quote unquote, were always force sensitive guys, like Luke, Anakin, or other or other Jedi. Right. I could. mean, except Wedge. You know, as far as we know, he wasn't. But right. I mean, technically, 
he can possess those skills and not even know it. So who knows? So and I like I kind of like how they're doing that in this in this how they did that in Force Awakens where you have you know Luke Skywalker obviously is we know he's powerful with the Force we know Kylo Ren is powerful with the Force and we know Rey is but she doesn't know what Rey, I mean she she used raw emotion which would be the sister side of it mm-hmm. but then you have other people that we saw that were just Force sensitive like um, what's uh, her name Maz Maz right. you know I like that that's being explored because I always thought that. Out of the billions of people in that universe, there had to be people that had the skit, had it, kind of knew they did, mm-hmm. but just didn't want to join a side and didn't care. Like, you know, maybe went to the casino and was like, "I do have twenty one, you know," <laughs> using it just for their own personal gain. <laughs> but I always figured there had to be, and you know, right? But they so it's nice able, that they wouldn't be able to do those bit. kind of traits because they would stand out, and then the Empire would know about it. And then mm, catch, really? Catch because they did such a good job of getting Obi-Wan Kenobi, who didn't even change his last name when he was in hiding. Did he, did, on Anakin's home world, did, mind you. Did he get mail or something? So. Well, it's not like it was... Listen, they didn't change Skywalker's well, but last had, name. He had to buy food. Yeah. I mean, he, he had to wipe his ass he, somehow. He was known from... Uh, he, oh, you mean old Ben Kenobi? It's not yeah. like people didn't know no, who he was. Crazy old Ben. Crazy was, old Ben Kenobi. So. so it's not like they didn't know who he was. But, it, but it, Luke, this didn't like, know, Luke didn't know... Uh, Obi Wan's last names. So no, but other people. I'm sure other people did. And if, but if you could stand, if you he stood, if, but if you hermit. stood, if you stood out because you had force powers, he he would have stood out. And it was funny. It always is funny. As much as I love Star Wars, and I think you and I have talked about this, it's funny how it was like the worst witness relocation program ever. And Darth Vader, the most powerful Sith Lord at the time, had no idea because his daughter, adopted by a prominent senator, <laughs> his son. Same last name on his own home world. Yes. This is what I thought you were going to go with. And not with Kenobi on the same planet again with the same last name. And no one... Whatever. Living living in a five-mile square radius, yes. And perhaps Luke's grandmother was still alive or something even. We don't know. And and you know one one thing I will say that I can't stand, and it's canon because it was in the goddamn movies... The, oh, the middle chlorians decided it was time to have a, bring balance to the force, so they got her pregnant. The, like the Jesus idea con- that he wrote for like how Anakin was born, mm-hmm. like bullshit. I hate I hate when they do that kind of stuff. Really, you couldn't just have him have parents. <laughs> he couldn't just be force sensitive. It, well. it had to be like this. What's, oh, he's the savior. But what's mysterious uh, and right. and and drawing about that? Parents. Everyone's got parents. He could have been an orphan. See how well that worked out for Ray. <laughs> Pretty damn well. She's got the fastest ship in the galaxy now. <laughs> she's got now, a. She's got, she had, she's got. But she's she got had a to carve her days she into a, the side. She is a the... Wookiee in the fastest ship in the galaxy. I think she's doing all right now. <laughs> now, and she she held her own pretty well. Even though, for even, how many days? Even though Ren was injured, I mean, for a powerful Sith Lord, he she held her own pretty well against him. Give her that. The orphans overplayed. It's in every movie, though. That's how they tug at the heartstrings. Yeah. It's just what they do. Miracles are cooler. <laughs> no. We all we all seem to forget it. it's science fiction. So not everything is going to be. No, I didn't say there was. I'm just saying I don't. I I just think that explaining like Nickelodeon's. No, I mean I think it would have been cool to have had like maybe he didn't know his father, and then you find then they could have always played like that as oh his grandfather was from a bloodline years gone by. From you know it would have been kind of neat to have seen. To been able to have like an actual lineage of the Skywalker clan and see how many times the Skywalker clan has fucked up the universe. Same with the Kenobis. Like when everyone's like, oh, maybe Ray's related to Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm like, I hope not because but all those... he's done is screw up the universe. <laughs> <laughs> but those parts, those unknowns are what keep you right. coming back. That's why suspense. they keep, they keep re- drawing people in. That's what makes it 
what are what, what are my three my four theories about the Star Wars universe? It's a the story of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that's, that's, I still giggle when I hear that. Right. One. It's the best part. B. It's a story of how one man Obi Wan Kenobi destroyed the universe by not training somebody properly. <laughs> C. How everyone with the name Skywalker screw destroys the universe because they're douchebags or idiots or just lazy or whatever or whiny. And now I have a new one. You have a new one. Well, yeah, because realistically, Qui Gon Jinn's really who's at fault for the whole thing. This is like. Letterman's top ten right here. Right? right? No, dude, Qui-Gon Jinn is who's at fault because he told Obi-Wan to train him. Yes. That's <laughs> so, true. Maybe, and the only person, maybe he and foreseen the only, it, and only, maybe he realized that he all this needed all this chaos needed to go down for what is gonna eventually that, that happen, could, which know, we're that could, coming up. That could be Johnny just crapped on Jimmy's dreams. No, but they they could be. I've I've heard that before too. But realistically, Yoda is actually the only the only smart one out of all the Jedi. No, we shouldn't train him. I'm going to do it anyway. Uh. <laughs> I, I, know. I like quite God. He didn't. I did too, but I just he, think he made. I think he in his. Neutral. I think on his deathbed, he made a bad decision. He, he questioned the Jedi Order. So well, he should. And I think that. I, and that's what I like when I said how you see actual just force sensitive characters now, or you're going to probably see more of them. I like the fact that they're neutral and they would question that, and they still have emotion, but they're not evil characters. Because I never bought the whole. Well, if you have any emotion, you're evil. Oh, bullshit. Emotion Anyways, is how you use it. Yeah. Exactly. So, but anyways, yeah. So those are my. Th- yeah, I don't think Sam's ever heard my theories about the Star Wars universe. They're more jokingly. I mean, they're not. You know, of course. But if you really look at it, it's like wow. If uh, if uh, Qui Gon Jinn had not said those words, we wouldn't have had any movies because <laughs> the universe wouldn't have wouldn't have fallen apart. It's true. It's just. It's good about what's good about this, these movies is it's just a different perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think it all revolves around the Millennium Falcon? I think it all revolves around two droids. Again, I said that, <laughs> I said that as a joke too, and you guys were like, "That's actually really good." I'm like, I did, I, "Yeah, I guess it kind of is," but I didn't yeah. because it, it does cameo in one of the prequels, mm-hmm. and it existed in the EU. It exists in multiple other things. So there is some truth in every bit of sarcasm. See, that's why that's why my other thing about when I said I think that Solo is Ray's father. I did because it was it's just too coincidental that he's mysteriously in that sector, the Falcons mysteriously on that planet. You know. That's a possibility. They they were like almost finishing each other's sentences. Like she like it's just the connection the way they did it. And if it's not, then it's one hell of a rope of dope to fool you because it is a rope of dope. But then it's But gonna, if she's Skywalker it's gonna be, con- it's gonna be contradicting at the same if, time because Disney said that they basically the EU is non is uh, not canon. No, 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 no. And D- then Disney they're almost s- going off that same storyline no, as, as far as the solo. No, no, no. Disney said that the EU before was not canon, but and what Disney said though was we are not gonna use any of the characters from the EU. Not that they wouldn't use any of the ideas. Okay. Because they didn't want to like bring Mara Jade in, who has now, and everyone's like, "You're doing it wrong," you know, like with every DC movie that comes out. <laughs> so, but series finale of Rebels, two parter, lots of uh, lots of fan favorites in this one. It has to be the best episode that I've seen on Rebels, and that's it's it that's was a lot because season this season has been was, really good, and it's just it led up to we were all waiting for the showdown between Ashoka and um, Vader, and it happens. And it was pretty badass. And uh, I guess we'll start from the beginning. Yeah. Um, as far as my memory, because I've seen it late Wednesday, Wednesday night, because I couldn't wait till Thursday, because then I'd hear about it all on the internet. I wanted to see it for myself. Yeah, it really bugs um, you when you hear about stuff on the internet, doesn't it? Like, I'll still watch it, even if I know what happened. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me. Before we go into the last episode, let's, we'll talk briefly about the one before that. When... Well, it was a two-parter, so we kind of have to. I don't know. It wasn't a two-parter. It was, yeah, it was, it was a two-parter. Was... No, no, no. They, it was, they it was... flowed together. No, it was an hour. It was an hour. 
the, the well, season finale was an hour, but it wasn't a two-parter. I thought they both had, you know, I guess, yeah. So the episode Some before, people considered it a two-parter. Yeah, I guess you're right. The episode before that, it was showing um, Kanan and uh, Ezra were uh, sparring, uh, you know, with their tra- training sabers, as it's called, which is something pretty fascinating, so I didn't realize this, that they had training sabers, that they used a different crystal, which would basically thin the blade, and when the when they would get touched by or strike by the blade, it'd just be a spark. Yeah, it wouldn't cause any damage. Well, I mean, have you ever heard that before? Um, I've never heard that before. Remember, we just talked about the EU. I don't know for a fact, but I thought I'd seen or read that somewhere before. I don't know in what or where, or if mm-hmm. I, or maybe I'm just thinking of this. But I'm, or maybe I'm just thinking in my head that it would make sense to have that because you wouldn't want like an apprentice training and getting their arm lopped off. Cause, <laughs> right. right, right. I mean, it would make sense they'd have some way of toning it down. Right. There's no undo button. I get that, but it just it was never that was never talked about. It's kind of similar, like we. Never talked about having X wings having, uh, having what you call it, uh, having uh, light speed capabilities. We talked about they, that. Before. Oh my god, they do in Jedi. No, they no, no. do. We we already discussed this. The okay, last good. Episode. We, already, we already talked about this, and you were right because you were so because, dead set that I was wrong. I'm like, it says it even right after here. even after we discussed this, I was just recently looking up like the deleted scenes for Force Awakens, yeah. and it's there's a scene showing the X wings going oh, in the light speed, and I'm like, oh, there it is. Where was this when we were talking about this the last episode? Post started it. Cause I, well, because I remember thinking to myself, That's I remember, why he's I, remember the greatest. I remember one of my arguments to you was, how do you think Luke got the Dagobah? <laughs> Because well. he went from Hoth to Dagobah. Well, it, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a three year tour to get there. I'm pretty sure he found the quicker way. My answer was he just put it on autopilot and he took a little nap. <laughs> but all right, we'll go back. Well, that, that was the funniest part about that conversation we had because yeah. Brian wasn't sure. You thought for sure no. I, was, I thought for sure I was yes. Seventy percent certain. And you and Brian, happening. for a fact, are probably far more knowledgeable than me and two of the biggest Star Wars guys I know. I but mean, yeah, so it start it okay. starts off. So training sabers. Training sabers, so, which is which which was cool. Okay. I was just we were talking about that in general. That mm-hmm. exactly that's something that they it was never really brought up ever, I mean, in either the movies or in the cartoons. Nothing like that in the Clone Wars whatsoever either. And you know, Ashoka and Anakin we used to spar all the time either, but it was never mentioned or you actually would never see it, so yeah, well, you know, seen, I don't remember ever seeing them sparring in, in, the, the in the Clone Wars. I mean, they had to train somehow. I There's thought been... it was very cool that they brought, even though Clone Wars was pre-Disney, mm-hmm. I thought it was very cool that they kept that as part of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was the one thing they kept, which was, I thought was pretty cool. And I wish they would continue with it, because they have so much more that can go, go with that story, really. I'm pretty sure we know how it ends up. <laughs> just like Rogue Squadron, but we're waiting for that at the end of the year. So, you know, it's just... Rogue One? Is it, is it Rogue Squadron or Rogue it's One? Rogue One. Rogue One. They could have been developed just for that that purpose, though. You know how uh, Kanan talks so much about how he doesn't doesn't trust Ezra and doesn't trust his judgment. So yeah, yeah, you would think at some point some Jedi master would have got something lopped off accidentally, or some Jedi apprentice like playing with the lightsaber or something. So I just think he is Mister Safety Pants. You know he doesn't trust him. That's true. So I think there's more. I think, I think there's that. I think there's more reasons he doesn't yeah, yeah, trust yeah, him yeah, than yeah. that, but. It's just it's just typical. It's your it's your master versus your apprentice, and I think uh, right now Kanan thinks feels that Ezra is getting he's he's growing up, he's getting powerful, and I don't think he's worried about um, you know like how Anakin was with, with Obi Wan uh, being better and everything. But uh, no, he just doesn't trust his judgment. He doesn't trust his judgment, and it's obviously looking uh, out for him as like a, like a father. Well, and, and, and Ezra even even throughout two seasons of the show is still kind of naive. For being with the people he's been with and what he's gone through, 
He's still like I mean he's still young and he's still a little naive about stuff. I mean Well he's yeah, he's, you know. Not, he's it's been, not a dig at him, it's just it's he's been know, on part his of own. Life. He's he questions everything and I guess he's he was no different than how Shoka was when she yeah. was growing up, you know, just, they think they know it all. So it's just That that was what I was thinking. I was like, Yeah, he may so, be naive but he bullheads but he towards all, everything. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like well, that's what I mean. It's part of that's part of being naive in the sense is that you you think you know it all and you're you don't realize oh shit maybe I'm wrong. Well, and as you get into this this finale, he he realizes that he maybe doesn't know it all. Mm-hmm. So, continuing with that that episode, I believe they went to a Jedi temple, and that's when Ezra they're uh, going converse with Yoda. They're going to the Jedi temple to. Retrieving a holocron or something—that was—that was the finale. That oh, that's the other—that's the other hat. That's it. That's right. I'm sorry, my bad. Mixing it up. I believe they went there, and that's how they were able to converse with um, with Yoda. It was, uh, you know, Ezra, Kanan, and uh, Ahsoka went, and only Ezra was able to talk to Yoda. And I believe Kanan and um, Ahsoka was doing other things as well. I think they were. Um, Kanan, I think, had had a confrontation with the uh, Jedi Temple guards. And basically, uh, kind of just you know, showing them the way as far as uh, you know, basically saying that you know you're going to fail uh, training Ezra if you continue, you know, the way you're doing right now. And basically, which I, I think is hilarious in the yeah. sense because how many we just mentioned earlier two Jedi that failed at their training, other Jedi, and they were you know considered, you know, top guys. Right. So apparently, you know, I don't think there's really. I don't know if there's ever really a perfect way to do it. I mean, obviously the Jedi and their Jedi, the Jedi Guard and stuff, they have their belief that their way is the best one, but I don't know if it really is. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it turned out that one of the, the Jedi Guards was actually the Grand Inquisitor. Which is, you know, the, the, yeah, one, guy, yeah. the one guy who basically got killed off at the end of Season 1 was actually was him. Reincarnated, I guess, how would you would say? Or, I don't know how they, how they was, explain it. He it's wasn't, not a clone, he's not right? a force. I mean, he wasn't a force ghost, obviously. Can clones get? Can clones have force powers? No, he wasn't a clone. But maybe he just wasn't killed off. Maybe, maybe they thought he was dead. I mean, maybe it, was, it maybe, seemed pretty we, clear maybe in we season meant, one. Maybe he we fell, he fell down in the lava. It was pretty clear. So that was kind of confusing. Anakin survived. Yeah, that's different. different he was on fire. Different fall. <laughs> he wasn't submerged in the lava. Well, that's Let's true. That. That's a good point. <laughs> So that was kind of that probably raised a lot of questions as far where did how did he come back to life? Um, then probably maybe they'll explore that. But maybe I'm just thinking the whole fact that why he was in the in the Jedi Temple with that that one scene it looked like a, it almost like a dojo type type scene. Yeah. That maybe it was just something that's just in his mind that he created. It wasn't actually something virtual when he had an encounter because it was actually three Jedi Temple guards that approached him and. It was kind of like a sparring, almost reminded me like the Matrix kind of a thing with uh, Neo versus. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, know. yeah. It was kind of like something like that. So it was, it was, it was kind of a cool scene. So let's go, go get to the, the the important one that just happened on Wednesday with the uh, season finale. So Yoda did say, you know, told Caden that he had to go to this planet because basically he needs to know where you know he needs to face his attackers and he needs to find out more information about. You know the Sith in order to defeat him, so, which is a which is a very dangerous path to to walk. And, and it makes you wonder why Yoda is doing that. That Yoda must think that that Ezra is ready for this. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't you know? 
could for him to know, do such a. You want to know what would be the, what would be the biggest twist ever in any movie series ever is if you find out that um, uh, what's his name Snoke is actually Yoda and Yoda had set the whole thing up from the beginning. It completely mind fucked everybody. Yeah. Because here he is saying, pulled, you need to like go to this, you need like to go to this Seth temple and learn more about them. It's like, really? Because as far as I know, like Sith artifacts and stuff really emit a lot of powers that can turn people. Right. Is this really something you want to do? <laughs> exactly. After after seeing what happened to Anakin, yeah, he was going to do that. But maybe Yoda sensed that this is the way there was purpose for him to do this. So he sends him to this planet. I can't remember the planet. I think it's Corbin. Let's just say it's something like that. So, which is a planet that Kanan was afraid to go on because he was taught not to go on this planet because it's a Sith territory on the planet. Well, actually, wasn't there, wasn't it? No, you're right, you're right. For some reason, I thought there was a Jedi temple there, too, but you're right, it was Sith only. Yeah. Yeah. So they went there, and they encountered, um, they found the temple, and they weren't able to go in because... It's Malachor, that's the... Is it Malachor? Okay. I don't know where I got Corbin from, but it's similar yeah, sound. I mean, core. yeah. So, um, and uh, the, and then it, the, and then when it comes to cast wise mm-hmm. in this episode, like p- characters in it, it, it's like Batman versus Superman. It's how many how many awesome characters that people know can we jam into this episode? Well, Only they made it work. I'll give them that. Well, they did. But they, go ahead they, for so, sure. So. Um, Inquisitors were already there. Wait, well, I'm sorry, they weren't waiting for them. One Inquisitor was there because the Inquisitor was hunting uh, someone else that was on that planet. Um, someone that I was surprised. I was surprised to see again. I was too. And at first, when I heard about it, I was like, "Really? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring him back again?" But it actually worked. Yeah, I was quite I was quite impressed with it. So um, while uh, Kanan and Ahsoka got distracted by the Inquisitor that they were trying to chase. Um, oh. Ezra met this old hermit that mm-hmm. was hiding in the shadows, and lurking in the shadows. Lurking in the shadows, to be and specific, skulking was no, lur- it was lurking. More, it was it more, was lurking. more lurking. You're right for sure. Yeah, it was enticing Ezra to your hair, obviously, because you're not a Sith. If you're a Jedi, you must be here seeking for knowledge. I can show you the way, kind of thing. And he, you know, wearing a cloak, so you didn't know, you couldn't tell, you mm-hmm. know, that it was Maul. Wearing a cloak and in, in the shadows, even. Yes, you could. You could almost have thought that somehow it was like. I had people before they found out who it was think, oh, maybe it's a, maybe it's Obi Wan. No. no, because because Obi Wan's a Force Ghost. He came off looking just old and fragile, so Ezra wasn't really intimidated by this guy whatsoever. So, and he was just like any any teenager was curious. Mm-hmm. So, and here's this strange person that has this. You know, now it claims to have the knowledge you're looking for. Right. Again, this is where I say he's still a little naive that he's like, well, he's an old harmless guy and he knows what I'm talking about. So, I'm, you know. Right. So, Maul is very convincing into uh, well, coercing. He was, he was hesitant at first, though. There was there was a lot of you have to you have to trust me, and it, it takes it takes two, and he had, he has to kind of coax said, him in. That's what I yeah, said, that's yes. true. That's mm-hmm. true. So, yes, he did that. He did very well enough to get, get Ezra into the temple with him to retrieve the Sith holocron that was uh, sitting up atop. And it actually it, it needed trust as well because in order to get over to that platform, he needed to be uh, thrown forced, over, like force, force, pushed, force over. pushed over, which, you know, like I said, required a lot of trust. So he managed to do it, retrieved the holocron on his way back. Did you, did you think that Maul was going to let him fall? 
I absolutely thought he was right? totally going to just... I held my breath. I thought for sure he was going to drop him. Yes. And I'm like, well, I guess, like, you know, maybe maybe Maul's kind of walking a line between stuff here right. that he didn't. Right. Or maybe he just wants an apprentice. I don't know. And then Which... when, when he didn't, then it really showed, you know, Maul's true colors that he just... He despised the Sith and what, well, what, the, look, and yeah. what Palpatine did to him mm-hmm. and betrayed him and left him to dead, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Unless it's the Lego Star Wars, but yeah. And as a Sith trait, he wanted revenge. And mm-hmm. by him picking on, in his mind, taking on an apprentice, he can use that. Mm-hmm. You know, use The oh, same way Palpatine so. used Anakin. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that was a really cool scene when they did that. Um, let's see what else happened after that. Chopper uh, was a little bit of a badass in this one. He sure was. <laughs> you, wait, you don't you don't hate him in this one? I didn't hate Chopper. I don't. I'm not the one that hates Chopper. Oh, no. I like that he's a cranky old bastard. Yes. yes <laughs> okay. Right. There it is. These, there him is. and Brian don't. Right. I didn't care from the first, but it grows on me. Yeah, I so. I love it. I think it's hilarious when he gets pissed. He just starts hitting people. <laughs> Or like, I, can re- I can relate to that. Or yeah, things. or things. I can relate. Or he just starts throwing things. It's, you see? it's me in droid version. It's mm-hmm. in, droid, in droid form. It's awesome. He's, he's kind of a he, he's kind of a smartass. Yeah. A lot oh, more. He's, in this he's one a smartass and snarky and mm-hmm. well, in his whole run, he's yeah. He don't even know what he's saying, and you know they make but the, by, by Kanan's response, you yeah. can tell that he's being a little shit. A but few, they make that yeah. they make that comment about how R two D two was the most vulgar character because all his words are beeped out. Mm-hmm. I think if you could unbeep what oh, yeah. Chopper says, it would be vulgar by far. <laughs> Going back a few episodes, there was a, uh, a scene with the uh, Chopper went to uh, he was standing guard. Um, ship while they were to go and do a mission or some sort and I'm sure there was, he was a, happy there was that. a junk there was a junk part uh, dealer there and he saw there was a third leg sitting there and he wanted he to, wanted the leg he wanted the leg <laughs> so he went up to the dealer and you know he's talking in his usual his usual cranky form and then obviously the uh, the uh, the merchant was able to understand him and he's like you need to pay for that and he's like with what he's he's Spilling all his arms and stuff it's like with what I'm supposed to pay you with. You know? And and meanwhile, like like shit's going down. <laughs> yeah. And Hera's like Chopper's out looking for a stupid leg. Right. So he ends up lifting it at, at the end, he ends up just taking it. <laughs> so he's like, You're not gonna give me something? I'm taking it. Chopper's the old man that we'd walk into when I worked in service merchandise, they'd walk in, we'd stock all the batteries in the morning at ten o'clock, we'd open at nine, at ten o'clock there'd be a row of batteries missing. So the only person that was in here was like eighty. <laughs> old people steal batteries. Right. Well, there you go. He yeah. he steals legs. <laughs> and, and he manages to to get to get back with everybody too, right. despite you know yeah. wasting time finding his stupid leg. But in this, he was a, he was a bad. I mean, it's funny. It, it's funny how it's you go fo- you go follow that Inquisitor. You, okay, we're sending the droid. Why not? <laughs> but he pulled it off. All right, back to the season finale. So um, well, it was, it, we, we were talking. Well, the chopper part, yeah, right. I, I mentioned, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. There was a very powerful scene when Ezra. Retrieved the holocron and he looked at it, and you can see the reflection. The reflection of the holocron you can see in his eyes, and almost like his eyes were glowing red, mm-hmm. like it almost kind of like a foreshadow that's that he what might, it might yeah. become that he could. He's Ray, no red, not Ray. That he could turn, you know, and yeah. that, was, that was a really cool scene how they did that, and it could just lead to so much questions which we're talking about right now. So, um, so after that, we have. Uh, the other Inquisitors, you know, came to uh, help There them. was a total of three? Three. Three in this. Three Inquisitors uh, fighting because they want, they needed to stop. There was so much action at one point, it was yeah. hard to keep track of who was doing what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then the big reveal comes up, like, right in the middle of that. Right. And you're like, holy shit, really? Well, yeah, because when they, they split to climb 
up to where the holocron was, and that was when you're you're kind of thrown because you've got two over here fighting two and two over here fighting well, one. Well, the, the and... one Inquisitor was there. We find out probably was there at Hunting Mall. Yes, yes, it was there. Yeah, because they said that they weren't. They you know they were there. They were there already. He was already yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And then he called. They called for backup. Right. So that was a and that's how the very, other two helicopters very well uh, shot scenes of. Of, of the battles and stuff is really cool. Um, <laughs> this long, epi- this long animated hour long episode yeah. is better than all three of the prequels. Yeah, yes, that's your opinion. I I don't mind the prequels. If you want to I didn't say go I back mi- to that again, really, I didn't say I mind them. I've said before I think they were all right, but the storyline of this and how it was put together and all the direction of it was probably as good, if not better, than I'd say eighty percent of those three movies. That's it's your opinion. <laughs> I disagree. I'm just saying this was excellently done. This it would was. have been this would have been a great full like movie. Well, they could have. If, if this was Revenge easily. of the Sith, it would have been phenomenal. Revenge of the Sith was probably my favorite of those three. Oh, I don't have the chair anymore. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith was my favorite of the three, and I do enjoy it. But watching it now, the end of it, I'm like, it's kind of, it's still good, but not you know. This, I mean, I thought this was great. Well, the script. If we're gonna go, if we're gonna talk about the script and Revenge of the Sith, sure. But well, that's what I said. The, you know, the, <laughs> well, you're you're almost. I said the, the story and the direction. Okay. The way it was done, like you said, the, the, he looks in the holocron, the the red eye. I mean, all that little stuff, I think, was as done as well as any movie that's come out. Really, you know. That's it, what Disney Magic will do for you. Yeah. That's what that's what that's what making sure the fans don't leave in droves will do for you. <laughs> Now, when you saw Revenge of the Sith, were you disappointed at the end of it, or what? Ugh. When you first saw it, was not, I disappointed? Not ten years later, no, when no, no. Else when I first it. saw it, was I disappointed? I thought it was cool. The first time I saw it, I still think it's cool, but the second time and third time I saw it was kind of how I, I was just kind of like, it just was almost the the, the fight between him and, and Kenobi. The, the how they were running up the you know up the thing as it was crashing and all that it it was almost too elaborate to me it was cool as hell like the the choreography and the stunt work and stuff was, was amazing yes I was gonna say but did you like that it was almost too choreographed in a sense in a way so I I I, I can't say, I, I liked it better than the, the other two I, I actually really liked the second one a lot too to be honest mm-hmm. uh, it was Attack of the Clones I always mix the names up. Yeah. Um, I really like that one a lot too. Actually, other than you know, well, I think that, I think those two were pretty good, and the third one was the best of the three, probably, and the most well done. And um, yes, and really, you know, I will say, Ewan McGregor was fantastic in the end of that movie. Yes, he was fantastic. And Hayden Christensen, I don't know if it was because Lucas wouldn't let him act. I don't know if it was because the idea was, well, you're a Sith, you're not supposed to show emotion, so he was so you know like stoic, I guess. You know, I don't know what the real deal was with it. It wasn't as good, but it's worth watching for for McGregor's. You know, the three the three of them are worth watching for McGregor. He he was great, but at the end of it, when he's saying how you know you were you were my brother, I loved you and all, fantastic. Uh it it kind of to me feel it it did kind of feel like how Lord of the Rings feels to me, where they could have ended it on they could have just ended it with showing. Like the the table with Vader come up and just yes. ended it, and leave it at that. and leave it at that. They didn't need the no, you know. They could. 
there were parts of it, even when I first saw it, I was like, eh. Okay. But there was a lot of good in that one. So you're, you you stand where I stand. It just it needs to be polished. Yeah, I think to me, if on a scale of 1 to 10, it's like a solid 6 or 7. It's above average. It's mm-hmm. not it's not Empire. It's not A New Hope. I, I know you and I differ on this, but I think Force Awakens is probably a better film overall, at least to me. I know it has a lot that they left open, but I think a lot of this because you have spinoff movies coming out, you have the comics, you have all this other stuff that's going on side by side, so they have to do that to a point. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm curious to see the deleted scenes to see what they left out when it comes out next week. Yeah, yeah. So, but back to this 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 episode was fantastic. Yes. I thought you know, yeah, it just it was just like everything it 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 led up to this point because we were waiting all season. When we saw the, the, the teaser trailer of, of the poster between Ahsoka and, and Vader, finally yeah. the conversation happens. Yeah, I, I think I think honestly, since Disney's taken over the writing on this show, the writing in much of the comics and much of the other stuff has been so much tighter than it's been in a long time that the way they weave stuff, it, it reminds, well, because, because they did it with Marvel. With the Marvel multiverse, with all the movies tying together, it, well, and it, it draws they you have, up. Yeah, they, some yeah. of that dialogue, like, like when when Ezra basically in this episode tells Kanan, like, you have to start trusting me, or you know, you have to you have to trust my judgment, or don't you trust me? You're like, oh hell, it's going down now, and it builds you up. You know, you're waiting because you know better. Mm-hmm. He is still that. Yeah. I, I I know things, and people need need to let let me do do what I do. And you yeah. just you just know that that something's about to go bad, yeah. and they just keep you trailing, and then they drop this huge bomb at the end, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and I had but, to sit and process it for a minute. Like, yeah. did I really did I really just see that? But the way, like I said, the way it's all written, and the way the comics intertwine with everything now, and the way Rebels intertwines with the Force Awakens, even well, how it intertwines with it's, the original movies, rather, not the Force Awakens. It's, it's it's very it well start, done, and it's it very, might start the footprints in the footprints. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it really is very familiar to how they did it. With you had Iron Man, and you had Thor, and they were standalone movies, but they kind of just intertwined a little bit, mm-hmm. and then they the Avengers, and then everything other. came in, and and now you have Civil War coming out. It's the same. It, it's they took. It's like they took that blueprint, and they took that blueprint and altered it just enough. But it, to to, see, to do that seamless that yeah. those integrations it's it's nice yeah it's very well done it's and, this, and this and this and this is perfect because this could lead to numerous way numerous things and realistically we don't know where the end of Rebels the TV series is going to be mm-hmm. and for all we know some of these characters might appear in one of the next movies we might find out you know and then and then the, the, they could fill in that whole section of how did they get to the movie they're doing such a good job of leaving stuff open but then making it where they could fill it in if they want. Mm-hmm. That you know this this is perfect. I mean, you had you had you had Maul back, right? You know, Cause, reason because he was a fan favorite. Otherwise, they would they would they would have left him go with his uh, his robotic legs in the Clone Wars. But he was brought back in a manner that he wasn't the same care. He wasn't the same. You know, he wasn't like oh, no, no, yeah. just jumping down and ready to kill everybody with the dual lightsabers. Right. He he was brought back in a way that was very well done. He was definitely more disciplined. And yeah. he was waiting for his chance, and that's why he well, yeah, he was waiting for his chance to, to grab an apprentice. He took advantage of it, yeah. and then the conference, the, the duel between him and Kanan was phenomenal as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and Ashoka, uh, Ashoka, how do you say your name? I was mixing Ashoka. Ashoka, seeing him and knowing who it was, like immediately, was fantastic. Right. Yeah. right, you know, I mean, but then, like you guys said, then here we are near the end of this episode, and 
we have two, we have three Inquisitors, we have Darth Maul fighting, and we have Kanan and him fighting, but then fighting against them, everyone's fighting each other, and then Vader shows up. Now he shows up, badass surfboarding on top of a Tie Fighter. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly. And then and then who and then who, like you said, the poster showed it. Who goes after him? His form his former apprentice. Well, right. For, was, first, first he did attack. Um, um, you know, um, well, he blinds Ezra. Kanan, or no? Well, no, no. Who bl- if we oh, go back, by somebody if we else, go I'm back, sorry. Maul and the blind. Right, yeah. right, Kanan. right. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, there's so much action going on at some point, it was just unreal, but right. that's right. Maul blinds him, he goes after Ezra. He uses, yeah. he uses his, his, um, you know, his force for sight to, obviously, to defend himself because he can't see. Which was very cool. Mm-hmm. And then when he, when he put on that mask... That was actually a Jedi Temple guard mask, which they found there because yeah. it seemed like at that at that Sith Temple that they were battling Jedi's there for thousands of years. And yeah, they found. They didn't they find like and, uh, and they also, Ezra uh, also found Jedi a, bodies or whatever? Well, there, there was bodies there um, that was molten from the lo- from the lava, and then also um, Ezra found a, uh, a, a what you call it a, uh, a saber, which is like Kylo, which is very much like Kylo's, right, with the, with the hilt on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that Only, when I said it when I said it's kind of it was green. It was green when I said that, I said, "Oh, it's green." Yeah. So that to me, that was a kind of like a footprint that could lead what's going to happen in Force Wagons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Showing that, showing that type of uh, that it, it, maybe that's like an old school, like older than we remember, right. because the Sith have been around for thousands of years, and so have the Je- so had the Jedi. I remember me and Brian were talking about this a few episodes back that we thought that Kylo built that saber. Like that to use as events because he couldn't because the he crystal was damaged because the crystal was damaged exactly and he couldn't uh, that was the only way of because the crystal it. cracked like in the dark so, crystal <laughs> dark crystal <laughs> like when you guys said well because the crystal cracked the first thought in my head was that speech from the dark crystal because they used it in the crystal method song mm-hmm. and uh, and well, in the movie obviously too yeah. and I'm like oh the crystal <laughs> but then I don't remember ever hearing that mentioned anywhere. So I'm like, well, I don't know where you guys got that from. I, I mean, it was, I guess it was just speculation, right? It's just a fan sp- speculation. It's all this is a fan speculation, exactly. Nothing was confirmed on it, but obviously it, it, it must have got out enough that they... Uh, they wanted to explain why that, it was like that. And then they brought it in Rebels, and then now now it turned into... Now it's basically an, it's an old uh, Jedi or Sith artifact that they, uh, they might have been used with back in the day. Well, I be- weren't all the Sith sabers red? Well, yeah, it's a crystal. So the, so but the green, green would indicate one. it was a Jedi right. of some sort. But we don't know where that Jedi I was considering So I'm going to need a hot pink one. Stat. Stat. Tie-dyed. 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 It, like, it just rotates colors. <laughs> hippie. It, no, hippie it's, hot pink. It's a, it's a mood lightsaber. <laughs> it changes <laughs> the matter. Don't, don't, don't do that to a woman. <laughs> so red. <laughs> no. Like, no it's, gonna, it's so sick. It's going to change. <laughs> Every four days. Don't say it. <laughs> every 28 oh, days. Not, not every 28 days. I'm talking about like every hour or so. Let's, let's be real. I know my crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know. So the final battle between Vader and Ahsoka. Which initially which had lasted you. lasted li- a good two minutes. It was a long time. battle. And she got a good, she got some good shots in. Sure did. I mean, she cracked the helmet. Or sliced mm-hmm. the helmet, really. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's when, it, it, doesn't he say her name at that point? Or he says something Yeah, to her. he calls her name out twice. Yeah. And then Ahsoka thought, like, Anakin. Had come, the first time he seen, she, she seen was, Anakin behind the mask. Yeah. And yeah. she was, you know, basically, she didn't want to abandon him again and, and leave leave her uh, former master. Yeah. So we, it, it's a, it, initially at that scene, everyone else pretty much escapes. And well, but before we can get to that, we gotta get to okay. the, the most important part when, <laughs> when uh, you know, True. she's basically like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave you again," and, mm-hmm. and then, and then, 
the hay flows through him, and then he turns around and just says, "Then you will die." Yeah. And then that scene right there was just like, "Oh shit!" That is that was phenomenal. How that was, how um, that was. Being yeah. Well, and that's when I when I made the comparison that this, in a sense, the writing in this was better than. Oh, absolutely. You yes. know. Yeah, the writing in Rebels is fantastic. Because that turned yeah. my stomach when he he's turning and he's like, "Then you'll die," and you're like, "Oh." And it's almost no. like, this, are we really still watching this on Disney? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Samantha goes, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everyone thought that Ahsoka was going to perish and die. And well, get back a, to how get back to who could, get back to what happens to everybody before that because that that scene's kind of after everybody kind of finishes off what they're doing and scatters. Well, basically, the temple uh, implodes. Implodes. Yeah. So when the, it, and it looks like her and Vader are trapped in it. Are, exactly, because they, they are. were fighting to the very end. Mm-hmm. And you show them all taken off in uh, right. Vader's uh, TIE fighter. Right. So you know he's going to be around for season three. Yep. Um, you have uh, everyone else escapes. You know, Chopper that. saves the day. Chopper came in on the, the ghost and uh, gets them. And then showed Ahsoka for a very split second walking like down into the temple. Well, don't they show... While Vader was yeah. walking, up I was gonna say Vader's walking rubble. out of the rubble and she's walking further in. Mm-hmm. So no one knows. There's right. so much wild speculation now. Is she is she is turned? She, is she or is she? I'm gonna discover the secret of this and I'm gonna end it. You know, no one really knows know where her. she's gonna go. Yeah, we yeah. don't know where her what her um, outcome. Is. She might have been the only. She might have that might have been the be- the only person that put up a like a really good fight against Vader. Oh, easy. Yeah. You know, I mean that was. Well, she knew his fighting style. I mean, she mm-hmm. she grew up with Well, and there had style. to be a good amount of, like, as much as Jedi aren't supposed to be emotional, there had to be a good amount of anger and rage in her at the fact that, you know, he betrayed her. He betrayed everybody. Right. You know, and now here he is again trying to destroy her life again. Right. You know, so. And I, between that and between getting kicked out of the Jedi Order, all that went in her. And her lightsaber fought, turned red she and she fought, went nuts. She fought that emotion. Yes. <laughs> There you go. So that was a very awesome scene, and then what it usually does it leaves us hanging, wanting more, and waiting for the next season to come. Which they, which, which every episode has, of the show has done made you want more. Right, it did the same thing. Season those, one. those, those finales though, they kill you. They're like remote thrown across the remote or across the living room. Are you kidding me right now? But uh, I just remember season one. Or no, let's just go back to Clone Wars with Ahsoka. I just, I found her irritating. Connor snips. I'm just like, oh, I wish you died in this episode. Which got caught by the bounty hunters by Bosk. I'm like, yep. well, they offer now because I can't stand this character. But then in Rebels, you know, well, she's matured. She's I mean, matured. She's, she's older, right? and she's probably a good. She's gone, ten years older. She's gone through a lot. Yeah. Then, probably. Well, and like I said, she's gone through seeing her her you know master turn on everybody and destroy, basically single handedly destroy the Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so she went from being an irritating character to a very important and. Very, she wants awesome vengeance. Yes. So that, that was very well written. But it was it was very she was very calculated. Yeah. I felt like what much much wiser, you know, not mm-hmm. not so apt to act on all of that emotion that she was entitled to by far. Right. But it was much more calculated when she when she spoke even. Yeah, she was very patient cuz she probably knew if she let that anger get the best of her. Mm-hmm. She would do what what her former master did, and that's what that's what I meant by like calculate. Like you could see they wrote that that control that a very calculated, a grown person, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. 
It's definitely great. She definitely, again, they whoever is doing the writing, I don't remember offhand, is Dave Long. Dave. Dave. Yeah, he's doing a fantastic job. He is. Started and, off slow, and that's how that, that's I, how the I two Batman shows give it a were. chance, and then I'm, I'm glad I stayed. So yeah, I don't, but I don't think if it if it hadn't started off slow, you wouldn't get that depth of character that you're comfortable with now, well, and how we it's how like we know all them. New shows you, you got to introduce everybody, and that takes time. This is the best. It, this is the best like show that on part, Disney. But that's the part that, like I said, it makes this season two finale mean that much more. You know, and oddly, the only other show I could think of on the Disney channels that I think as an animated show was so well done was uh, Gravity Falls. I knew you were going to say that. No, it's really Those a well done show. Developed. It's such a goofy, like the drawing is so goofy, and the but it's such a long intertwining thing with cryptographs and hints at the. It's such a long, well done two series story arc. And it, it was sad that it came to an end. Luckily, it Rebels, actually, it, it did. He wrote it. He wrote it. He said, I want to do two years. I have that all laid out. I know what I want to do with it. And that's it. And that was it. Because he's like, well, they're there for the summer. How long can they be? At, you know, how, long I can, how long can we make the summer when they're with their, at their uncle's place? Well, look how long they did the, uh, what's it called? Uh, the but, South Park. But it was so. <laughs> but yeah, but those guys weren't at <laughs> They were fifth graders to, for decades. But those guys weren't. Yeah, but those guys didn't go away this summer. Like, they, they went yeah. to summer. They went to, to be with their uncle for the summer. Yes. And, um,. But that show, if you've never watched it, it's it's extremely well done. This top, as ridiculous as ridiculous as it is, it's fant- It's another fantastic they are show. Well developed characters yeah. that are that are consistent to that nature. And the plot, but the plot line They're is so flaky. it's so like X Files, Twin Peak, like it. It's such a much more complicated plot because eventually it deals with like multiple dimensions and all these science fiction things. It. it but it's done in a serious way and a corny way all at the same time, and it works so well. It's weird. But Rebels is probably better than that even. But those yeah. are like the two... You know, like I used to like Phineas and Ferb, but let's be honest, it was still a kid show. I mean, it was fun. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like there was over there were story arcs and, you know. And I think what Rebels gives you more than Gravity Falls is that ability to span across ages. You know, Gravity you, Falls. You can the kids can watch it, but they don't. They don't. They get part of it, but when they get older and watch it again, they'll get another they'll go, part. Oh, of it. but but right now, you know, I can sit and watch Rebels with my five year old, and she's into it too. Yeah, she's not just laughing at how goofy they're yeah, being, right, or, right. or you know, glued to when there is an actual mm-hmm. action scene. Right. She's into the she's into the characters, you know. Right. You know, you forgot she, that she tells me all the time that Chopper talks back. You know what lot. else was you know what else was a cool part when she was facing off against Vader is when uh he said that re- revenge is not the way of the Jedi or something to that effect and she goes, "I'm no Jedi." I thought that was pretty good yes. too. Mm-hmm. I like that. Before before their duel. Yes. Yeah. That was I like that. Yeah. That was good. That was pretty cool. So. They not, they did announce Ahsoka's getting her own novel. Okay. So cool. I haven't read any of the novels. I've read the comics. Okay. But I haven't read the novels. Got some. But it, the novel takes place between her experience with the Jedi, and then after, and then between that and when Order sixty six goes out. Okay. So that'd probably be kind of that'd fill in, that'd probably fill in some some gaps in the storyline too. Okay. We could talk about Rogue, Rogue uh, One being filmed right now. That's well, what I'm. That's what I'm. Uh, I think they're wrapping it. They wrapped it up. They're filming. They they're filming to. eight right now. So. When did they start filming if, Rogue One? End of last year? It had to be in last year because the fact that it's coming they out at the end of this they, year. And, and right you, now it's you know, in the cutting room floor. It's being edited And right you now. figure most of that movie had to be filmed on sound stages. 
mean, it, it, there's got to be a ton of it that takes place in space. Yes. That, yeah, I mean, why, so it's not like they're going... That's why it's very it's very undisclosed. I'm pretty sure it was filmed in Pine, Pinewood Studios. I think it was, because it definitely wasn't over here. So I'm, it, was, it was kept on their hush-hush, for I, sure, I, like I, everything else is. I was amazed at the buzz that people had about, oh, look, Mark Hamill's holding the script for episode eight. Yeah, no shit. How is that? Like, people like lo- went nuts over that. I, well, we know he's in it. When you say that, it reminds me of these like these little memes and these other posts that they, they've gone around the internet right now. When if remember the beginning when they showed like pre, like they're just doing the casting for episode seven. They're all sitting around that they're the lounging yeah. in the room and they have R two in the box with JJ. And then you see Ham over there. He's looking at I think he's looking at uh, C three PO, which is uh, Anthony Daniels. Anthony Daniels. Yeah. And he's, he's and then someone puts it in a bubble above it. I really don't have to be here, do I? Yeah. <laughs> but was, it's funny. It's like, oh, hilarious. he's holding the script. Yeah. Big deal. <laughs> Lots of people were holding the script to the movie, I'm sure. We could talk about the Blu-ray. is coming out to April 5th. Oh. Did our, you ours, ours is on the way. Joanna pre-ordered it from the Disney website. Some, some, okay, from Disney. Okay. These, from, other, these other places like Best Buy and stuff, they're getting them yesterday, today. Are they're they for sale, though, or no? For sale. They're, they're pre-ordered. But they got, they got them delivered before the... The oh, they usually deliver them before the well, day. That's true. I, I, the problem is I sometimes stores will like release them early, which pisses the companies off. Which is going on right now. So these people are okay. getting these copies before you and I, because we I did the same thing through Disney. I got suckered in the lithographs because they were really nice. If you pre-order through Disney, you got that guy said a little nice little book. Do we really? Yeah, they're really sweet. Maybe take a look at them sometime. If, if you order it at the store, well, I don't think did yours come in yet. No, so theirs might be delivered oh, with their be DVD. With it. Okay, but. I thought, she's, no, she, no, she, I thought you went to the no, store. No, she, she, she did she's got the, no, she's got the Disney Movie Club. Okay. So. Oh, ew. but these are pretty. They're pretty sweet. Yeah. I did finally look at them. I saw them sitting there. I'm like, better not touch the stuff till I've washed my hands. You yeah. know. And put on gloves. Yeah, we, we protect. We protect the assets. Yeah, we can't have early here. fingerprints on those. We gotta those. gotta hang on to the 401k there. They might they might get signed one day. You know, you know, if this was 20 years ago when they didn't make millions of them, then yes, you're probably right about the 401k thing. <laughs> But yeah. you know what? Anything's worth money if you hold on to it long enough That's because true. eventually things get racked, pink, things get thrown out. Safe to say, I think episode one for Phantom Menace action figures are not going to have any value whatsoever. They are, Dude, if, if copies of the E.T. game you, for Atari have value, they even, will have value. You can't even get rid of those things for like a dollar piece. Five dollars? <laughs> In another 50 years? No, the, the Phantom Menace characters be worth something. No, not a ton of money. They're, That's they're, why I said five dollars. So, they were so mass-produced. Overcirculated is just. You talking about the standard characters? I'm talking about just anything. even the special editions. I'm talking about anything from episode one. Do you think maybe part of it had to do with that movie being kind of substandard? They hyped it. I mean, well, they hyped it, but how many? I mean, I, I, what I meant, what I meant by that, put, that not, not from a point of view, my, my they hyped it up as far as a, a marketing and merchandising. Point. My stepbrother yes, was so, so hyped up about so that saturated. movie that yes. he was for years. My stepbrother told me how Anakin Skywalker was the greatest Jedi ever. He was. It. I'm like, he became Darth Vader, dude. I don't care what he did before. He became Vader. And then that movie came out, and he, he I think he loved that movie. He named his kid Anakin. I'm like, of all the names from... Really? It's like naming your, your kid like Cain or Abel. I they're, always gonna be, they're always going to be troublemakers. I had Boba in the hat. I was going to go with that. Yeah, but Boba... Oh. Boba Fett's funny to me, because Boba Fett's like the character that had originally, like, next to no screen time. I think 
four or five badass. speaking lines. He's still badass. Like 15 minutes of screen time over three movies, but man, he became such a cult following. It's amazing. You know the funny part is? I just found it out mind-blowing it's a couple days ago that the actor who played Boba Fett, which is Jeremy uh, Bullock, Bullock? Did, did porn. It was a porn star. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, I saw that a couple days ago, too. <laughs> you just ruined my life. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, no, so he, guy, didn't, he, he, didn't wear, he didn't wear the Boba Fett. I know. He didn't, he didn't wear the <laughs> More Boba, than once. He didn't wear the Boba Fett well, helmet. I shook the man's hand. Hey. And, and while well, I think he probably shook a, a lot of somehow, other things. Right? I took a lot of photos, too. <laughs> he probably, that's why he was so casual about it. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, he wasn't wearing the Boba Fett helmet in any of the porn. <laughs> It was before the movie. Yeah. <laughs> we hope so. He runs out of money. We might be in trouble. <laughs> I think at his age, we're not going to see any more. I would hope we don't see any more. You can hope. You can wish in one hand and shit in the other and with see which fan, one fills up what first. What the fans though. want, right? You're, yeah. You're, yeah. You're the one that shook one of those hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was what... It, it, it shouldn't be like surprising, but in a way, it kind of it's like, wow, it took this long for that to come out. Hey, and whoever that's, that's what she said. Whoever no, buried said, that yeah. out, I'm sure that was in his closet for a very long time. So I don't know who got that out, but I was I was shocked to see that. I did At not actually I thought was see a, it. First, I, just I thought read it was an April Fool's hoax. No, really. but yeah, that's what I thought. But no. <laughs> well, it's it's funny how they're kind of linked to Star Wars because there's things in there. The costuming and stuff, that's where influences well, the Star Wars Well, a lot of the people that from. worked on Star Wars worked and on Doctor Who in exact, the time. I was just going to say that. A lot of because people of, uh, because they're, it's England. I mean, it really, you, people say Star Wars is an American thing. Star Pinewood Studios is in England. Right. A huge chunk of the production staff of Star Wars has always been English. Mm-hmm. But but Star Wars is obvious. I mean, Star Wars is a much more approachable show and fandom and right. or series of movie. It's just because it's so much bigger, too. I mean, Star Wars just blew up and... It, it went from three movies to this massive universe. So, yep, it's only getting bigger. Anything else? So, yeah. Other, got, other than the porn? Uh, no, I don't know. we kind of, <laughs> we kind of went off porn? the rail on that one, but we'll go back to yeah, Disney. Uh, the episode uh, seven is coming out on Tuesday. I'll be picking up my copy legally, and uh, so we'll it. be getting ours in the mail probably the day day before, day after, somewhere around there. You might get it on Monday because, like yeah. I said, people are getting it earlier. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to be doing on Tuesday. I'll be fighting in lines at the Disney store trying to get my diecast uh, six-inch exclusive uh, Elite Series action figures. Because they're coming out with some... Well, they did come out with some rare ones, but now they're re-releasing it. So it's going to be a, a frenzy with all the collectors and hoarders that buy the stuff and sell it on eBay. So I might get a few... So if you'd like to donate money to bail Jimmy out... Please, I'm poor. I'm so poor. Please, please just message us, and uh, we'll send you some PayPal information. Let's just save it for when I find Lucas, okay? That's what originally we were set for. Oh, yeah, we thought you were going to get arrested that time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the 401k's for. We'll save it. (laughs) Going to cash that bad boy out. That's got to be, you know, circumstances, unforeseenable, or whatever those clauses are. Bailing, so hope- bailing Jimmy out for stalking, yeah. <laughs> or fighting for action you figures. Do it. Stalk- it's gonna be. Stalk- it's gonna be like. Gonna it. It's gonna be like that movie. What was it? Jingle do. all the way where they're fighting over yeah, the last Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Down. It's true. <laughs> it's gonna be Jimmy and some other guy chasing each other in a mall just for. The- <laughs> Except the one guy's gonna stop because he's gonna take a you know asthma pump. Yeah. <laughs> take it to you for after me. Jimmy's like, ah, I'm in. Oh god, I haven't played, played hockey in a while. My my, my cardio is bad. It's gonna be the other guy because Jimmy just oh, heard the asthma the yeah. asthma joke. Is like, of all the things that you could suck at, you suck at breathing, and he's gonna take off after him. <laughs> he's gonna take off. He's gonna be the winner on that one. I'm throw calling my back that. out from playing hockey. How was that for a reference from a movie nobody saw? A little tidbit, or not tidbit. Uh, upcoming for our next next 
podcast. Hopefully, we can get someone on board. Yes. Working on a guest. Yes. Hopefully, yes, we are. can get him uh, on here and we can talk about stuff. He's an extremely talented individual. Yeah. Another one. I mean, everyone we've talked to has been extremely talented and extremely nice. Yeah. And we've been lucky to we can get these guys on the on the show and the, to take the time to talk to us. And it's always cool to see their perspective from people that were on the set. Mm-hmm. And no first hand. And this guy in particular, he, he was a, you know, a costume designer and, and a props designer as well. Yeah. And some of the things that he's done, you guys are gonna, you know, you guys are gonna know about it very well, and you're gonna wonder, hey, look, that actually was a static prop. That wasn't a person in the costume. So if you're, a lot of questions I'm gonna ask him. It's very interesting. Yeah, I read the, I, re- I read up on him, and mm-hmm. yeah, very impressive uh, resume. Yeah. So hopefully we can get him on in our next episode. That will be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. I like I like when we have guests. I like when we don't have guests. We have a guest today. Yes, we do. Yeah, I'm coming back. You. That's good because we're I not de- paying you. I've declared it. <laughs> good. We like your dedication. Whatever we're paying you, double it. You, you said that before, so that so four so, that was four so, times. So, so I'm getting pretty high on the pay grade there. <laughs> it's like boiler room. We have fake employees. <laughs> She works for works for coffee. That's true. All right. Well, hey, there's good coffee here too. <laughs> All right. Well, that was episode 17, 17 of our show. We're glad you joined us again, and um, we will be back for episode 18 soon. All right. Get your copies of episode seven. I don't work for Disney, but uh, you you know you will. Mm-hmm, so for sure. All right. This is uh, Jimmy, and John, and Samantha. All right.